Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Redhead Zone proudly brings to you the New Age Footballers. I'm the Pigskin Sleaze J. That's the Gridiron G, Dustin. And now for the dozens and dozens of fans around the world, we see you, Germany. Welcome to the Redhead Zone. Again, I'm Jay. He's Dustin. We're back. We're doing recap of the wild, not so wild, wild card round, man. There's a lot of blowouts. A lot of blowouts. A lot of teams that didn't belong. A lot of teams that didn't belong, and teams that did belong that didn't show up. We'll talk about it. Uh, and we're gonna do. We're gonna go through the recaps. Then we're gonna go on to previews for what's going to be an unbelievably exciting uh, divisional round of football. But let's start with this wild card round. Let's start with the first game on the slate. Bucks, Eagles. No one really expected the Eagles to have a shot. And all those people were right, Dusty. Yeah, this is uh, basically what, what I said before. The Eagles did not belong in the playoffs. This was no, like, they did not. This is basically a bye week for the Bucs. Um, I think that's part of the reason why Fournette didn't play. Uh, they basically ran him over. Eagles just were not a team that could hang with with the Buccaneers. Uh, we saw the <clears throat> Jalen Hurts struggles. He cannot throw the ball down the field, uh, which is sad because Devonta Smith is a talented receiver, and I don't think we'll be able to see what he can do on the field, even though he had set franchise records for the Eagles. But, yeah, they just didn't belong. They were just outmatched. Um, the only blunder about this, though, is Tristan Wirfs got hurt in the game. Very, that, that could be huge. I'm going to talk about that, especially how that impacts the next round for sure. Uh, you know, I want to touch on Jalen Hurts that you were talking about. I, I think he exceeded expectations this season. I don't think anyone expected him to play as decent as he did, but he was really exposed in this matchup against a tough defense. He did not look like a NFL starting quarterback. And, and he was exposed. And I think that next year he's going to have to up his level against good defenses, or I think next year is going to be his last year as the starting quarterback. So, you know, Eagles, congrats on getting to the playoffs. No one expected to see you there, but there's really not much else to uh, say about the Eagles, you know, uh, on the buck side of the ball, they ran him over, but uh, more aptly put, they short passed them over. Uh, Brady was, as surgical as ever, Think and he, he averaged under five yards depth of target. But when you watch that game, he clearly knew where he was going with the ball before he snapped the ball. It was almost always his first read and the player was almost always open. So he really uh, read that defense like a book. Uh, Eagles got a lot of props for their defense this year and they deserved it, but they, they just couldn't hang with Brady. Uh, Tristan Wirfs leaving is huge. Jensen left, which is also big, but he came back. But, you know, we'll see what the deal is for Wirfs this week. Jensen's obviously going to play, but I don't know if he's at 100%. So I think the Bucks' offensive line, which has kept Brady upright all year, granted Brady gets rid of the ball in, like, no time at all, but uh, the offensive line for them is huge, and that's something to watch. The only other thing I want to add about this game, Gio Bernard, really solid game. Looked like... 
Brady's new version of James White, even though he was a player before James White. Yeah, we were supposed to see that all year, though. All year, and and he was hurt, but you know what? He's clearly not hurt now, and I really expect him to be featured heavily for as long as the Bucs are in the playoffs. He's got a sick mustache, too. Really? I didn't see that. Never saw his mustache? No. Looks like Mario from Super Mario Brothers. Worst team in the playoffs? Eagles, by far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Eagles on. are the worst team in the playoffs, but there there were some clunkers. But but the Eagles are by far the worst team in the playoffs. All right, San Francisco, and how about them Cowboys? You know, uh, I wanted to believe that this was the year that the Cowboys were not going to choke, that Micah Parsons was going to change the tone of that defense, and he did, but they didn't show up to play. No letdown game, you know which has kind of been uh, the memo here for the Cowboys. They're just not able to win a playoff game, which is sad because I really thought this team had it, had it all together. Um, they have a strong offensive line. I really thought Dak was going to take the next step to hit the elite status like we talked about before the season started, and this was something he needed to do to get there, and he didn't. Um, they have a lot of uh, questions in Dallas, you know, uh, starting with Mike McCarthy. Um, <clears throat> Zeke Elliott is certainly going to be a question. Is he going to be on this team next year? His contract is insane. I think he's making like $30 million next year or something nuts. Probably he not. He said gonna... he played with a torn PCL or something like that. It's possible, you know. Um, but the interesting thing about this, and I, I do want to talk about the game, but I think Dan Quinn – Wherever he gets a job and whatever he gets paid, he needs to send a check to Micah, uh, Micah Parsons because that's a major reason why he looks as good as he is getting these head coaching um, interviews. I mean, we saw what he did when he took the um, Atlanta job. He, he had the Super Bowl run, but after that, he, he was atrocious. He got fired. Well, so. he, he was good. He was good running the Seahawks D as well before uh, before he got the Falcons job. You know, I have to say I'm a fan of Dan Quinn. I, I, I liked him on the Falcons. It didn't really work out for him. The defense was never up to snuff there, even though he's a defensive coach. But they didn't have talent. You know, it, the Cowboys are in a tough spot because both of us, you and I, have talked at length uh, on the pod and offline that we don't think Mike McCarthy is the dude. We don't think he's a very strong head coach. But that being said, you know, Quinn had this defense playing great this year. Kellen Moore had the offense playing great this year. And I think that if you could find a way to retain those two coordinators, then I think you keep McCarthy. I don't think there's a reason to make a change. I mean, Jerry Jones already said he's not making a change. But if you, but, remember, but if you remember when we talked about this team going into the season, their biggest the biggest drawback I had for them is that they never really beat anybody that was good. And they did the same thing this year. Yeah. But it, you know, it, it was the same thing this year, but I was with you in that this team felt different. This is by far. I, I, yeah. I, I this thought, was the best Cowboys team in the playoffs we've seen in, in a decade. For sure. uh, I really believe that just between the explosive offense and the defense, how they were rushing the passer and, you know, making opportunity like plays on the back end. But, uh, you know, so I, I don't know what they're going to do with their coaching staff. You know, McCarthy's going to be back, but I'll tell you, if Dan Quinn or Kellen Moore leave, I think this team might be heading for a disaster. I mean, listen, they have – if Dan Quinn leaves, they still have Michael Parsons. And if Moore leaves, you know, I guess they still have that great receiving core. 
by the way, CD Lamb, yeah. you want to look his way? What was that? You know, I don't like Troy Aikman as a commentator. I've talked about that a lot. You know, the football players, they play football and they catch the ball. Thanks, Troy. But he did say something that I thought was uh, a really good point in that he was just watching and he's saying, look how off they're playing CD Lamb. Why aren't you throwing him the ball? And I believe the line he said was, you know, in the first half, he said, if Michael Irvin was was given this type of, you know, one-on-one attention off coverage, he'd have 10 catches by halftime. Yeah. So I got to put that on both Moore and Prescott. You just didn't get the ball to your best playmaker. You just didn't show up today. You you guys are which probably- we've which we've seen time and time again from this team. They almost yeah, came I, back too. I mean, yeah, right. And you know they're lucky that that's that all was from their defense put up on them um, because it gave them the chance to score a touchdown and be within one touchdown. But uh, you know, I don't even know what to say about that play at the end. It's been talked about at nauseum. Wasn't a bad wasn't a bad play call actually. Get down earlier. And, you know, hey, I got to from McCarthy and Dak, like you got to know to give the ref the ball. It's not the ref's fault. Yeah, that's on Dak. But I mean, it's 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 a very fast pace. You know, things are going crazy, all that. Sure. You know, it's, it's tough to execute. How, how many two-minute drills ex- has he done in his life? He that's knows tough to execute, though. That's a sure. Tough one. He, you know, listen, if you're going to do the QB sneak, you got to be watching gonna. the clock while you run. You got to get down. I like I can't I don't even want to spend too much time on that one play because that's not why they lost. It's they, no, they, they lost didn't they show play up. like they play like poop. That's why they lost. Yeah, they did play like poop. They, they didn't show up. They're the dopes of the week. I, I think that's I think they, nah, I, I got a dope of the week for you. You we'll got it. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll we'll save the dope of the week. I got a let's fire about, under my ass about this one. Let's talk about the Niners for a second, though, because that's who we should be talking about. You know, in the second half of the season, you know, the Niners right now, they kind of look like that white hot team going to the playoffs. They are steamrolling people. They are running the ball well. Jimmy G didn't even have a good game. He, never he, does. Never he, does. It doesn't really, it's not really his thing. But uh, Debo Samuel is just like the coolest weapon in the NFL. He is must-see TV anytime he gets the ball. So, you know, on this game, it was way more on the ground than, than anything else. 10 carries, 72 yards. He played phenomenal. Um you know, the defense obviously made Dak feel very uncomfortable. Listen to this stat on passes that traveled more than 12 plus yards. Dak was three for 10 for 82 yards. That ain't going to do it. No. So, uh, Nick, hey, cre- Nick, credit Nick to the Niners, a, man. Nick Bosa had a hell of a game. He, um, yeah, he, he game record kind of game. Yeah. Fred Warner got hurt. He did get hurt. And that's a big so loss. So we need them. to, you know, and I think that's why the Cowboys actually even came close to coming back. I need to know if Fred Warner's playing this week because uh, that's going to have a huge impact, I think, on, on how they play this week. The you book got anything is, else? The book is out on the, on the Niners, and we'll get more into it when we talk about their matchup. But, uh, I mean, their biggest problem is the quarterback. I mean, they were, they were able to run all over the Cowboys, you know, with Debo handling double-digit touches. And I think Elijah Mitchell almost had 30 carries in this game. That's the game plan. You know, they had a good they had a good everyone defense. everyone knows it. Yeah, everyone knows it when you play the Niners. I mean, Debo is a, is a scary weapon. I mean, he operates in the backfield. He operates on the court, crossing routes. The only problem with this type of offense, it is late in the season, so now you just roll with it. 
This is not something you could sustain through a full season, which we've seen time and time again. Debo cannot stay healthy because of this type of workload. It's just not normal. He's running it more than he ever has. This is true, but you know what? He only has to do it a few more weeks. Exactly. But it's hard to see a quarterback like Garoppolo playing like this actually winning a Super Bowl. He's made it to one. Get into it. We'll get to it. We're spending too much time. Dallas, you embarrassed yourselves. You go back to the drawing board and figure it out. Stop throwing stuff at the refs. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was a stupid comment from Dak after the game. Let's move on. Steelers, Chiefs. Dustin, a moment of silence. All right, that's enough of that. We do the, Big 10, ben. Bell, the 10 bells. <laughs> Yo, easy, bro. Big Ben, the end of his career. hell of a career. But, man, listen, you know, I, I, I catch the highlights. I watch the Steelers games when I can. You watch them all. Was this the Steelers' offense all year? Yes, it was. Listen. All right, I have, an, I have another question for you. And it's probably a combo of both. But is it because Ben is so toast? Or was this the offensive scheme? Because you got to try something different. I mean, that, there that is was hard. No, there is no offensive scheme. Okay, That was hard to watch. It wasn't that hard to watch for the first quarter. You know, the, you know, we talked on the pod last week that the Steelers had a real chance here. And you know what, man? They had a freaking chance. They did. They held the Chiefs in check for a little bit there. And if they could have put a couple quick scores on the board, you never know how this thing would have shaken out, despite how unstoppable the Chiefs looked after their first few series that they couldn't get it done. It's almost I don't like, know, man. It's you, like you get you get passing situations and you send TJ Watt after them. They just they couldn't get points on the board. Well, it's almost like you poke the bear enough and then he just explodes. And that's exactly what happened. They poked the bear, Mahomes woke up, and we've seen this happen with the Chiefs time and time again. You blink, like Mike Tomlin said, there's 21 points on the board. The game's over. So they got the production that they needed to get from TJ Watt, which they do every time he plays. He's the best defensive player in the league. I don't care what anybody says. That's sure. number one. The guy scored a touchdown for them. So that was a, that was a gimme scoop and score. I th- I thought his bat his bat of the ball into the yeah. I mean, was no, even whatever. I don't want to talk too much about the Steelers' offense. Their offense wasn't great. Hasn't been since halfway through last year and continued through this year. Big Ben, he's thirty eight years old. He's been sacked more than any quarterback in NFL history. He doesn't have the arm strength he ha- that he's had his whole career. He's not able to extend plays anymore. He doesn't have Antonio Brown on his team anymore. Oh, forget Antonio Brown. He doesn't get Antonio Brown and Big Ben was probably one of the greatest tandem. Sure, sure. He played. He played just fine. After I mean, Antonio how Brown many won. how many passes did Claypool catch in this game? One, two. It's a huge yeah, difference. Not, Big not Ben many. is known to extend plays and just hurl the ball downfield. With taking well, that away, plus the offensive line is atrocious. There's just right. there's just nothing here to compete with this team. So I have a few last thoughts on the Steelers. You know, first of all, you know, I'm glad Ben's like getting healthy, but the type of put he's skinny, he's just too skinny. He's not big Ben anymore. He's just Ben. And you know, what made him who he was, was that extending the play, shaking off sacks and, and getting the ball deep. And he clearly can't do that anymore, but it's more than that. Look, we said this in the beginning of the year, or I said this when we were evaluating the roster, and I said, I just this doesn't look like a Super Bowl or bust, or bust team to me. The offensive line is not good. The defense has a lot of holes in it. Uh, and then obviously there's Ben. You know, Najee Harris, you said you wanted him to get the ball 75 times, I think yeah. you said last week. Well, on the not pod. this game. He had negative yards before contact on average. Well, he was getting hit he in the came backfield out of the game. every time he got the ball. 
he came out of the game. But still, you know, I mean, okay, he had what 12 carries, but but still he had negative average. Yeah, but he hasn't done that all year. I mean, yeah, this, but you, this you, isn't you, a can't, game. you can't win like that. I've watched this every, every year, every week. I mean, there were three, a third downs. I can't tell you how many times third and eight, how many of those I've seen this year. It just happened way too often. Yeah. And just the, the getting the ball out in under two seconds and dinking and dunking it when you're playing a team like the Chiefs, it's, it's just not going to do it. Uh, let's talk about the Chiefs. I don't have much to talk about. Mahomes, you're amazing. Kelsey, you're amazing. Hill, you're amazing. Hey, Jarek McKinnon. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I mean, playing for did the they Chiefs. really need another dynamic weapon? Because that's what he looks like. Yeah. Well, he's always had the potential, and now he's on a team with this offense. I mean, listen, the Chiefs are the best team in the league. Uh, we're going to talk more about that with them in the Bills matchup. But, I mean, once you – like I said, once you poke the bear, this is what happens. And for any team that thinks they're going to hold this team down and smother them, the only way you're beating this team is if Mahomes makes a mistake. It's the only way you're going to beat this team. And once well, he starts clicking, it's pretty much over. Well, we'll talk about it, but you know, you're saying poking the bear, but I don't know if a bear want, wants to More mess like with frog. that buffalo bull that's on the other side. We're, All right, we're gonna we're gonna get we're, into we're gonna, that. We're gonna talk. I just about want that. to talk about my dope of the week, and that goes to the Kansas City Chiefs fans. How dare you boo Big Ben on his last drive when we called a timeout so he can score his last touchdown? Now I know why you have Jackson Mahomes as a fan. So no matter what you guys do, no matter what you guys do, if you win the Super Bowl, whatever, you still have that jerk as your fan. So good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say about Jackson Mahomes, but not cool. And his short Blowing shorts. Big Ben on his last drive ever in the NFL. You won the game. Uh, you know, I don't know. Let and you know, you're a, you know you're a legend when everyone's talking about Big Ben and not you. Yeah, well, I don't know if anyone's talking about Big Ben right now, but okay. Carry the hell on. All right. Rams, Cardinals. Uh, Just a laugher of a game from the jump. You know, we said uh, on the pod last week, the Cardinals have not looked like a playoff team in, I don't know, eight weeks or something like that. And just no new Hopkins. They couldn't overcome that, but they couldn't do anything right. Uh, You know, they, they couldn't play defense. They couldn't play special teams. They couldn't play offense. They had virtually no shot in this game. To me, uh, the Rams on the other side of the ball, they just look like the well-oiled machine that they are and the Cardinals and Cliff Kingsbury and thinking they're this like high-tech Tesla car. They didn't have a, a charged battery coming into this one. They, they played dead. No. And you know what? This is basically – this is playoff football, Okay. Kingsbury got through the season. The Cardinals were hot. I was a big fan of the Cardinals coming into the season. Loved everything they were doing. You get in the playoffs, and McVay is introducing you to playoff football. And McVay looked like he didn't belong. He looked desperate on offense. They looked at You mean under- Kingsbury? Is that- yeah, I'm sorry. Kingsbury. Not McVay. McVay looked no. very yeah. ready to go. McVay introduced the Cardinals. That, to, McVay had that tight point right here. Yeah, he was ready to It rock. was the sharpest point. It was playoff sharpest point. Sharpest hair playoff, point I've ever seen. The playoff point was in full effect. <laughs> and Kingsbury's on the sideline looking like a ghost. And it just, it was terrible. Kyla Murray looked like uh, like the picture I sent you with the football. It looked like a 10-pound <laughs> ball. But it just didn't look right. And, you know, I know you touched on it before the season about Kingsbury, if he's Don't make or break him. for him. 
if they had a uh, if this was a tough game and it was it ended in a one score game, I wouldn't be t- saying what I'm about to say. But now Kingsbury, you have entered the hot seat. You're on the hot seat now, a thousand percent, because you didn't get this team to play up to the ability that they should have played in a in a division game. You guys got embarrassed, and you know, and, and not only that. We all we, we said that Hopkins not being there is a major major problem for this team, but it wasn't even like it was even close to your offense getting any better. I mean, Kyla Murray throwing, you know, whatever that was in the end zone for a safety. I've never even seen him play like that. Before. You mean the pick six? That was yeah. unbelievable. And then you know how many trick plays and screens? Like you guys were so lost and, and just desperate and just, it just looked terrible. Like you didn't even belong there. Like where did this team come from? So I, 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 they've looked like it the past couple months, not like and, this, and not like this. This was obviously the, uh, the cherry on top of just what was circling the drain for them. I, I really didn't think they had a shot. I'm not a Cliff Kingsbury fan. I said it before the season. I think he's kind of maxed out how good he can look because he has a special ta- talent in Kyler Murray. Was Murray playing hurt the last couple months? Is that why he didn't look great? Or was it just because of Hopkins? Maybe we'll find out. Maybe we won't. But I think you're a thousand percent right. Kingsbury has to be on the hot seat. Just another college coach that's trying to bring these college schemes to the NFL. And it's just not that easy to do. You're not, it's, it's very hard to reinvent the wheel. And uh, I see your John Cena cup. Like you know what? Uh, John Cena would say to Kingsbury, you can't see me because no one in the NFL, Kingsbury, can really see what you're trying to do here. It's not working. You really need to figure something out this offseason. If you think literally he looked like you wanted to, he looked like you wanted to not come out of the tunnel at halftime. That's how I, I don't, I, I don't blame him. Uh, on the other side of the ball, again, not much to say. They were the well old machine we expected. Cam Akers looks like he's rounding it to form. OBJ looking sharp out of cuts. He's open. Right. He's got right. that wild body control. He's still got it, man. Yeah. You know why? And by the way, all Browns fans are cringing watching this game because now they know. I'm cringing. And I'm, I'm a not Steeler saying fan. OBJ is what he's supposed what he used to be, but man, Browns, you clearly didn't use this guy right. You clearly didn't oh, come make on. the scheme to get him the ball. I'm not like with he you should on that. be getting. Nope. Uh, it's, not I agree. It. He's not he doesn't need to be the number one guy on the team. Far but from it. Listen, man. He he looks like you know who's on the other who's on the other side of that of that wide receiving field for cup exactly best run blocking receiver in the NFL. This is supposed to be one of the best receivers in the league. Got paid like it. You need a you need a legend like Cooper Cup on your team to even get any type of significant game under your belt. And let God knows when the last time you play like this. All I'm going to say is that if McVay inherited the Browns offense. Throw me out there. I'll have a couple catches. Maybe Baker Mayfield's not good enough, but if he inherited the Browns offense and he had Jarvis Landry, fine, whatever. His best friend. And he had OBJ, I just think he'd find the way to get OBJ the ball in space and get him open, and the Browns didn't do that. But we're not here to talk about the Browns. They're not in the playoffs. So Rams keep rolling. Uh, One thing worth mentioning as we get into the previews, uh, Andrew Whitworth, heart and soul of that offensive line, left the game with an injury. Got to see where he's at coming into this week. Uh, his replacement, Wells, did not play very well. So uh, you got to get Whitworth back in the lineup. We'll see how we do there. You got anything else on this blowout before we move on to the next blowout? Uh, no, I'll talk about the Rams in the preview. Fine. Bills, 
Patriots. Man, after all the times the Patriots ran up the score on other people, they didn't have a shot in this one. Uh, Josh Allen. They had a shot. Josh Allen was unstoppable. Yes, he was. New England Patriots defense played amazing all year, and they looked like the worst defense in the league against Josh Allen. And there's they, re- there's reasons for this. Do tell. Okay, I will. Uh, Josh Allen had the best game of his career by far. Yes, he did. Okay. Um, I think what happened in this game was I think the, the team quit on Mac Jones. That's what I think happened. And there's reasons for that, too. Uh, once this game was, when I was watching the game, when it was 14, nothing, I said, the game's over. You know why? Mac Jones in the first quarter made it very clear. He wasn't he, winning that game. Well, yes, he's a rookie quarterback in the playoffs. He's you're not supposed to win that game. Okay. But I think his team knows his strengths and his weaknesses. And one of his major weaknesses is this Mac Jones is not coming back from being down 14, nothing and throwing another interception. It's just not happening. Uh, they would look defeated and it just got out of hand. And I also think that the bills ran this score up because of the humiliation that they went through when Mac Jones threw two passes and they, uh, they won the game. McDermott took that personally. And I remember his press conference, he said something, I can't remember what he said, but uh, I think that this rivalry is, is really, it means a lot to McDermott because of the embarrassment and, you know, Belichick has that effect on most coaches in the league, let's be honest. But this reminded me that the John Cena cup reminded me of suplex city. That's what happened here. <laughs> That's the, exactly the, right. With Lesnar squash Cena. Right? Cena, Yeah. SummerSlam. I don't remember the year, but they went through the ringer. Kept hitting with those F5s. No, it was German suplex. They went through about 18 of them. Oh, yeah. And that's exactly what this reminded me of. It was just Josh Allen just lit them up. It was the best game I've ever seen him play. Seven, uh, I think it was uh, no punts, no fourth downs. It's just insane for a playoff game. Totally and, crazy. And it's not like the Patriots didn't belong to be in the playoffs. They had one of the better defenses. No, there. they did. But they whatever scheme they cooked up to stop Josh Allen, it obviously didn't work. And I, I think that's all I have to say about that. It was a steamroll, and it do, was a pleasure to watch. Do you do you consider? Uh, let me ask you a question. Do you consider Mac Jones a game managing quarterback that made the playoffs? Totally. Okay. Totally. I mean, so, I mean, you. I mean, you said that no one was expecting Mac Jones to come back after being down fourteen and throwing a pick. And I'm thinking to myself, man, they took this guy in the first round. You better hope he could develop into that. But I don't really think that's how he's built. I think the days. Let's be fair. The receivers aren't very good either. Exactly. Well, I was going to get, I was going to say that too, but in the, in the NFL that we're watching today, if you look at the, the teams that are in the playoffs, look at the quarterbacks that are in the playoffs. They're all the best quarterbacks in the league. Okay. The yeah, days. Garoppolo, man. The days of a game managing quarterback winning the Super Bowl are pretty much over because at some point you will have to put up 35 points to get and win the Super Bowl. And I don't think Mac Jones is capable of doing that. I don't think Ryan Tannehill is capable of doing that. I and love I sure Ryan as, Tannehill, man. I sure as hell don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is doing that. So uh, I'll talk bank about on Ryan that. Tannehill. I, I, don't, I don't appreciate Ryan Tannehill being included uh, in that grouping right there. Uh, but I hear you, and I don't think I, I think the defense has to be like you know the eighty-five. Which they Bears. were. The de- Patriots have a good defense. Belichick's the greatest defensive coach ever, and look what happened. Yeah, I don't know about greatest defensive greatest. coach ever. Yes, greatest coach ever. I, don't know. I want to give him defensive coach ever, but 
Yeah, it, it wasn't going to happen to Mac Jones. We can move on. The Bills steamrolled them, but they did it in in every way possible. Every you can't way. put that all on Mac Jones. Way. Mac no, Jones doesn't play. I'm defense. not putting it on Mac Jones. I'm putting it on the team. They quit on him because I don't he, think they quit on him. I just he couldn't, couldn't come back. With, they knew it listen, wasn't happening. Great, great players sometimes just can't be stopped. Josh Allen is a great player. He could not be stopped in the best game of his career. Big Ben was stopped. He's no longer as great as he used to be. He's the greatest. Bengals, Raiders. I don't have too much to say here. Burrow looked like he belonged. Chase, rookie, coming to his first playoff game. It was a Jamar Chase game, not a T. Higgins game. He looked like he belonged. The Bengals came to play. You know, the Raiders, Derek Carr, once again, just not looking strong, throwing down the field. Uh, you know, his offensive line held up pretty well. We talked last week about the Bengals collapsing the Raiders' offensive line. I don't think they played that poorly. I just think Carr couldn't get the job done against a mediocre defense, and he couldn't keep up with Burrow and Chase. I, I think that's really the end of the story. The Bengals, I mean, this game should have been a lot uh, more of a blowout. Than, it wasn't a blowout at all. Like, the it Bengals, felt like a blowout, but it the wasn't. The Bengals just didn't capitalize on the mistakes, and they kind of let them hang around till the end. Um the Raiders are probably just going to blow this thing up. They just fired Mike Mayock. Uh, I don't know if they're going to bring Biscaccio back as the coach. Man, I'd love to see Biscaccio back, you but yeah, new GM is going to want their own coach most likely. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the the if you look at the Bengals' track record, they're always due for a stinker, and I think this was a stinker for them, honestly. I mean, you would know best. They, the Jets did beat them. They lost to Justin Twice. Fields. So, well, they only played once, but. No, we beat the Bengals two years in a row. Oh, I meant this year. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, well. Uh, before we move on, glory days in the playoffs. Steelers organization, if you're listening, I would put a word out for Derek Carr coming to town to play quarterback for us. Mm, yuck! But yeah, sure, I, I get that. I mean, man, they Steelers said Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins has a chance to start that Damn fat it. fudge. But uh, all right. Whatever. We're not here to talk about the Steelers. That wraps up the recap. We got to get a move on these previews, man. Everyone wants to hear who's going to win these games. Really exciting games. Bengals at Titans. Vegas is projecting a close one. Three points. Who you got and why? Uh, well, I'm going to – this is tough because the Tennessee Titans, you know, we talked about their defense and – their defense has actually played really well in the last stretch of the season. They're fresh. They got they had the the, the one seed, so they got the bye. They're home, um, and most importantly, the king is back. So the king has returned. The king has returned. Uh, it's going to be tough, you know. I, as as I am a Steeler fan, obviously we all know that, but I I would like to see. Shouldn't be saying this, but I, I do think the Bengals have what it takes to win a Super Bowl. But this is a very tough matchup for them. Um, if you look at what they went through during the season, I mean, Nick Chubb ran all over this team, and Derrick Henry's very similar player, so they're gonna have to stop him to be successful. And if Burrow has a bad game, the season's over. So, uh, I, I really this is probably the worst matchup for this team. Uh, the Bengals going on the road against the fresh team that's playing hot on defense with Landry and Simmons and Elijah Molden is playing lights out in the, in the slot. And um, 
Burrow's really going to have to we're going to have to see a Burrow uh, performance of uh, the five touchdown game performance to to try to make this to, to they have to play their best game and their best game is putting up 35 40 points and that's how the Bengals will win this game but it's going to be tough because the Titans like to smother you and they're going to be able to do that with their defense clicking and once Henry gets all those carries it's tough to to even keep it close so we'll see what happens well, I disagree with you on something here. If I'm the Bengals and the three God. potential opponents are the going to the Bills, going to the Chiefs, or they going beat, to the Titans, they beat the I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm taking the Titans. I, I don't want to play Mahomes. I know why, but they've beat the Chiefs and they can hang with the offenses of the Bills and the Chiefs, but you can't hang around with a team that doesn't let you get the ball. You know. The, the thing that scares me the most for the Bengals about the Titans is Derrick Henry. I don't know how many carries Derrick Henry is really going to get. I don't know. If he, I can't imagine. I mean, he's not a normal human. Actually, he's not human. But he's not. I, I don't know King. even if King. this alien can get 20-plus carries in this game. You know, he's coming off a broken foot. You know, personally, just from my years of watching football, I'm going to bring you in on one of my fantasy secrets, even though we play fantasy together. I don't take guys the year after they break a foot because it just takes a long time for them, for them to recover, get the strength back in that foot, especially like receivers and running backs. And he broke it this year. And I just, I, he's a big dude putting a lot of weight on that foot. It's hard to imagine for me that he's going to have more than like 10 to 12 carries. That might be enough to set a tone, but it's not really listen, the way Derrick Henry does it. He, listen, he, needs, he needs 20 plus carries. And he's going to get it. I don't think so. How much? How much? How much longer do you think he's going to be able to run the way he runs every year? This not might, much longer. This, this might. I'm be not it. saying they're not going to unleash him. I'm just saying that I don't know if he's going to have the stamina. I don't know if he's going to have this. Well, I hate to say he's not going to have the strength because he, he's like the strongest person I've ever seen. But I, I don't know, man. I, it's hard to imagine him being in there for more than 12 carries. We'll see if he gets and, 20 plus carries. And the Bengals, uh, I, then, then I think they win the game. The Bengals but are banged up too. Bengals are banged up. You know what? Ogunjobi's just, not. He's out. He's out for the year. Ogunjobi's not playing. That's and, a big loss. And Hendrickson is in concussion protocol, but I think he's playing. But he, he's he'll play. He, he's going to play. Well, he better. But play. you know what, man? I'm just not betting against Burrow and Chase and Higgins. No, I. Ain't you know either. the Titans. The Titans have played well, and they play. They've played well in coverage, but they are not a strong pass rushing team. They are not going to be harassing Joe Burrow all day. I don't suspect. It's an interesting. If Burrow matchup. has time, and Chase has time. Burrow's taken that leap. He is officially elite, and you said it on the other side of that field. I I love Tannehill personally. I think he's arguably the best You're a game manager Jets fan in, in the NFL. You can't but say that. You're a Jets fan. I'm a Bengals fan, dude. But I uh, doesn't sound listen, like it. My. My money's on the Bengals. Uh, I, I really think that Those Burrow men. and Chase are going to be unstoppable here. I, Titans do not have the pass rush to get to him. You're going to give Burrow time. He is now elite, and the elite quarterbacks win the playoff games. And Burrow's going to win this game. Mark it. Bank it. Bank I, it. I should have said bank it. I said mark it. Mark it down. Write it down. It. Bank it. I was book. all flustered. Okay. I'm moving on. This is a game I really want to talk about for a few minutes. The San Francisco 49ers at the Green Bay Packers. The the first thing I think of when I see this matchup is 2019 
when the Niners ran for just under 300 yards against the Packers. They ran them off the field. And I believe that was in Green Bay as well, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, everyone wants to talk about how great Aaron Rodgers is. And he's great. He is a dick. But he's great. But well, he has to get to the NFC championship game before he chokes. Well, they choked the NFC championship game against the Niners in 2019. Listen to this, though. You remember that game when they ran all over them. Uh, yeah. So you would think, and you and I talked about it in the offseason, you would think they would have prioritized in 2019 shoring up that run defense. They didn't do it. They had another offseason, the 2020 offseason, and they still had problems defending the run in, in 2020. So what they do in the 2020 offseason to address the run defense, they didn't. They are 30th in the NFL in yards per carry. That's against lesser rushing teams than the Niners who are white hot and coming in and saying, we're going to run the ball and you can't stop us. And I don't think the Packers can stop them. I think they keep Aaron Rodgers off the field as much as they can. And I think the Niners win this game. Uh, I actually agree with you. I think the Niners are suited best to beat the Green Bay Packers and the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, terrible matchup for the Packers. They probably are not – well, they think they're happy to see this matchup and get some revenge, but it's it's arguably the worst matchup for them. One caveat is that Fred Warner, I mean, he is all pro, and if he's not there in the heart of this defense, uh, the Niners defense has played great for a, you know a long stretch here, but that may be tough to stop the Packers if Fred Warner's not playing. So yeah, well, you know, I think I'm covering myself there, but I, I think that's the way Green Bay can stay in this game by keeping the, the 49ers rushing offense on the bench. You know, if you're the Packers, you got to score quick, try to make Jimmy Garoppolo beat you, because if you do that, he's not going to beat you and you're going to win. Boombox game will be even full effect with Debo and Elijah Mitchell running all over the place. And like you said, the Packers just don't have the pieces in place to stop a heavy dose of rushing. And that's what you're going to see. Yep. Maybe you'll get a maybe you'll get a bomb down the field to Brandon Ayuk, but don't count on it. Might not be needed. Mm, I don't think it's going to be. It needed. will be close I, though. That's the thing. I think they. I think they could follow the Mac Jones three attempts game against the Bills that we referenced earlier, and Try. I think they could win this game doing that. What's the spread? Just curious. Packers minus five and a half. I'm all over those Niners. Watch. We're going to come back next week. I'm going to be wrong. Okay, Rams at Bucks. I'm glad we agreed on San Fran Green Bay. We're not going to agree here. Who do you got and why? Uh, wow, maybe we are going to agree. No, we're not. Um, well, unless you have the Bucks winning. I don't. I'm sure you don't. Uh, listen, the Rams have one of the probably, let's see, full all-around best rosters in this playoffs. The problem is, I said it last week, and I was wrong. I'm going to say it again. I just don't trust Matthew Stafford to win a big game consecutively. Not only that. The Rams now beat- you're adding consecutively? Yes, because he, he couldn't even win one. So, yes, but the Cardinals were not great. They were awful. Yeah, so, trash. now you're playing against the, the uh, defending Super Bowl champions, the greatest quarterback. Well, forget it. Get that the greatest athlete to ever touch sports, period. And you're also asking him to beat Tom Brady for a third straight time. 
well, not him, but the Rams in general. I don't see that happening. So I don't know how they're going to win, but they will win. Tom Brady will beat the Rams, and McVay will go home again to Tom Brady. Well, listen, I can't sit here and say I'm going to be surprised if Tom Brady and the Bucks win. Tom Brady has had arguably somehow his greatest year that he's ever had. Uh, he certainly had the most yards. He didn't have all the, he, the, you know, record breaking touchdowns that he had with Randy Moss, but he wasn't actually that far off. And considering he's like a hundred, it's, it's, it's very impressive. 44. He, he looks weird. His face and skin look a little stretched somehow. I don't know. Not what he when, he, when he plays football, he looks like he's 25. Proven <laughs> he's, fact. He looks like he looks like he's 25 all the time, but uh, listen, I'm not going to be surprised if the Bucs win this game because of Brady. However, you know, the Bucs last year, yes, Brady was great, but the Bucs rode that defense all the way to the championship. They played unbelievable, and they're still good, but they're not playing great. What? But when the Rams beat them, they were not fully healthy, and now they are. And if you we, we touched on this last episode, Matt Stafford turns that ball over, and he will turn the ball over. Promise you that. Maybe, maybe that, that but, will probably be the deciding factor in this game. You know, I I need to know that Whitworth is playing, but listen, the Rams' offensive line has played great, so Stafford obviously can't make those kinds of decisions to turn the ball over. He, uh, their defense is the best defense in the league, and I could see, you know, Worfs is he playing? Jensen, are you banged up? If those two guys are not one hundred percent, Aaron Donald and this defense are going to harass Brady all game. Brady's the greatest, like you said. He's the greatest, period. I'm not going to argue it. Yeah, we but didn't get into that, yeah. when he's lost games, it's because there were defenders in his face and he didn't get to stand like a statue and deliver the ball. And I could totally see that happening all game here. I, I got the Rams. I think the Rams are going to go to Tampa That's because you want the Rams to win. But deep down, you know that Matthew Stafford no, is not no, going to be able it, to answer the bell. I, I think the Rams are a better roster than the Bucks. It's at this point. I, yes, I do want them to win, but yeah. they have the better roster. They don't have the better quarterback, but well, Stafford Aaron, is. Aaron Donald has to do a lot more than start choking people on the field this week because they're going to need everything. <laughs> you know, I was watching Stafford in that Cardinals game, and yes, the Cardinals didn't didn't deserve to be there. But you know what I thought of Stafford when I was watching that game? He was kind of Patrick Mahomes before being Patrick Mahomes was cool. He was doing all that sidearm stuff. He was doing all the underhand stuff. He's been doing that his whole career. Maybe not as much as Mahomes. He played for the Lions. No one, no one knows about it. That's the thing. No one paid attention. But now he's won a playoff game at home. He's, I think he's got the momentum, and he has the team around him to do it. I got the Rams, man. Fire up them cannons, boy. Well, fire up the fireworks, because I am so excited that we get a rematch. Bills at Chiefs in Kansas City. We talked about it in the beginning of the year. Last year, Stefan Diggs staying on the field to watch the Chiefs celebrate in the AFC Championship game, looking like he's about to turn into a villain from a Batman movie, and now he's back. And so are the Bills, Josh Allen coming off the best game of his career, and you have the Chiefs that just look freaking unstoppable once again. I'm just so freaking excited for this game, man. This is going to be great. This is definitely game of the week. Um, yes, this is probably... I would say if you had to pick the two best teams in the league, I would say these are them. And this is basically your real Super Bowl matchup, in my opinion. You think so? 
Yeah, I think these are the two best teams in the league, especially the way Josh Allen played last week. I mean, if he could keep I think that these up. two and the Rams and the Bucks. I think those are your best your I I think you basically have your best four teams going off against one of the one and the Chiefs are the, the Chiefs are the best team in the league. Let's let's just get that out of the way. I mean, if we go back to week five, yes, I agree. The Bills did beat them, but the Chiefs were having all their struggles. Uh, but there were reasons for that. Defense is kind of caught up to Patrick Mahomes and what he liked to do, and that's throw the ball downfield. So they just started stacking the box, well, stacking the safety box and just keeping a lid on the defense. And they figured it out, and here's your – this is the results. I mean, they're crushing teams underneath now. That's what they're doing. They're running a lot more screens. Um, Jarek, Jarek McKinnon, watch out. Yeah. Here he comes. Um, so the thing is, you're not going to be able to blitz Mahomes because Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks in the league against the blitz. So that actually could favor the Bills a little bit so they could put a little more on coverage underneath. But it's – Bills got a lot of pressure from their front four. Well, that's what I was going to say. You know, it actually favors the Bills a little bit because McDermott's a mastermind of rotating players on the D-line. Uh, he's always done that. He brought a lot of help in on this team. So that's this this game is going to come down to if Josh Allen could keep up, which obviously he's very capable of doing, if he could keep that hot streak going from last week. Uh, and I think if Mahomes – because usually the way the Chiefs lose, they lose the game. They don't get beat. They lose the game because – Mahomes usually makes a mistake. He does make mistakes. If you look at his game log, he makes a lot of them actually. So if they do that and the Bills keep up, you could see uh, not as bad as what you saw week five, but I think you could see like a 38 to 32 win from the Bills. But I'm going with the Chiefs. Who do you think has the better defense? Hmm. I think it's the Bills. Uh. Chiefs get to play a lot from ahead, as do the Bills, but, I, you know. That's the thing, the, though. You could say the Chiefs have a bad defense, but when they're when you're blowing teams out and they have to throw, the yards are going to run off. Yeah, so. I just, you know, but if they're not blowing it out and we're, we're dealing with a tie ball game going to the fourth quarter, you know, who you got? And uh, I'm conflicted. You know, we're in the playoffs, and elite quarterbacks and defenses win championships. It used to be defense win championships. Now I add elite quarterbacks. You have two elite quarterbacks here. So if you look, if you take that part out of the equation, I think the Bills have a real shot here. Of and course. my heart really wants the Bills to win this game. You hear that, uh, Jets fans? I, I, I'm a Bills fan. Loves, what are you, what are, loves what are you Ryan about? Tannehill. I'm a Bills the Bills fan. to win. Uh, I feel for Ryan Tannehill because he had to deal with Adam Gase all those years. Actually, so we have a common enemy. But anyway... I want to say Bills. My heart says Bills. The defense, I think, can come through. Allen can play great. They have the revenge factor from last year. I got to go Chiefs. I just, I can't pick against the Chiefs. Chiefs offensive line came together very well after they bought it this offseason. That offensive line is basically the Yankees of the NFL. They bought that offensive line, and it's worked out really well. Creed Humphreys played amazing this year. Yeah, it's uh, probably yeah. They, he's made a huge difference on that line, as a few of them have. And man, I just did, can't. I did, just can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. Here. Did the did the Bills blow their load too early? Time will tell, but I don't think so. I think I listen. This game, I think we're going to live up to the hype. I'm thinking a high scoring game decided by less than a touchdown, I, and that's what you said. And and I think that's what we're headed towards. It's going to be fireworks, that's for sure. But 
man, if the Chiefs beat the Bills in the playoffs again and Diggs and Allen have to watch them celebrate again, it's it's heartbreaking, I have to say. As a Bills fan, it's heartbreaking. Remember when the Chiefs were losing games, everyone was counting them out. You know, every year it's like when Brady used to lose games early in the year and then he always wins the Super Bowl, and now it's the Chiefs. They played like duty in the beginning of the year, and now, of course, the best roster is playing the best football come January. So, yeah, I got the Chiefs in a close one. You know, if I ch- if I went with the Bills there, which I was about to do, that means I would have picked all four road teams. So something's probably not right there. But yeah. we shall see. I got, I got three road Wait, teams. Wait, no, you, you picked the Rams. Oh, you picked all the road teams. Uh, Bengals, San Fran, Rams, but now I'm picking the Chiefs. So, okay. so you got- that's what I got. I'm going big on the underdogs this week. I imagine the biggest spread is probably that five-pointer, no? I think so. I don't know what the spreads on these last two games are, actually. I stopped writing it down. Let's, let's take a look. And what's great about it is that you could go anywhere now, and the spreads are freaking everywhere because all of a sudden gambling is cool to everybody. Hopefully the Bills can uh, stop Tyreek Hill this year. Last year he had like 200 yards receiving against them in the play, in the playoff game. So, Yeah, I, I don't know if they could stop him, but uh, – you know, I, I like their defensive backs. One of them's married to Rachel Bush, so you know, sure. hard hard to hate them. But it's yeah, just a little, too, to, much, a little too much firepower here from the Chiefs, man. I, I don't know. So Ugh. I think that's it. Rachel Bush and, going uh, to the, Rachel Bush going to the AFC Championship game or or Jackson Mahomes? That's 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 a laugher. We all know that Jackson Mahomes is way more talented than Rachel Bush. I mean, have you seen his dance moves? They're incredible. Uh, by the way, Bucks minus three over the Rams, Chiefs minus one point five over the Bills. I'm kind of surprised by that one. Why you thought it'd be more? Yeah, I mean, not like a blowout, but one point five. Minus one point five. Usually, it's a for, three point swing. Yeah, for the Chiefs being home, usually a three point swing. That's a very small number. Vegas knows something. Oh yeah, Vegas knows, baby. Here we hey, go. Get the tables, baby. This is going to be the best week of football, I think, of the year. Better than the AFC and NFC Championship. Better than the Super Bowl. Let's watch some football. Until then, we'll see you next week on the recap. We'll do previews of the championship games. Follow us on Instagram, at New Age Footballers. Follow us on Twitter, at NA Footballers. I don't know if we've posted anything in a while, but follow us anyway. We're going to kick it back up a notch. But for now... We out. All right. It was like an hour.